Hi, and welcome back to our broadcast. I'm Brian Likens, and today I'm standing out here in what is normally dry. This is actually called a dry creek behind me on our property, and if you, if you notice the rushing of this water because we had such torrential rains last evening that now, even after the rains have stopped, this water is rushing down through here. And I'm going to take you over in just a minute and show you another part of, part of the, this body of water, this water uh, avenue that, that travels down through here on this property. But water is rushing right now behind me, and, and the rains have stopped, but the water is still flooding. And when you, when you listen to this, it sounds wonderful to hear a waterfall. It sounds amazing to hear the water, and water in itself is an amazing thing. Water brings life, but water also has the power to take life. We need water to water the ground. We need water to water the, the plants and the crops to give it life, and when water comes, it brings life. But if water saturates a crop then the crop will fail if there is if there's so much water that the ground cannot take it and then it begins to wash the soil away so water in itself is an amazing thing but again like the water rushing through here right now in this dry creek it is caused flooding it's caused a, a what they call a flash flood it can cause havoc in, in your crops. It causes havoc with your house, with the plumbing, or with the, with the uh, flooding of your basement. Water, in, when it's oversaturating so much, it can be torrential and cause many problems. The Bible talks about water, that the, the water is actually cleanses us or sanctifies us. We are sanctified or cleansed by the washing of the water of the Word. So water itself actually is life. It, the 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 source of it is life. The, the, the creation of it, how God created water, was for the purpose of life. But when sin has entered in, what has happened? There, flooding comes, too much rain. When God created the garden, it was the exact amount that was needed that came up from the, the bottom of the, of the ground or out of the ground. It came up and begin to water the plants and all of the all of the crops and it was perfect and it caused great abundance in the crops well then after sin came in and then the our whole world changed then the waters came from up above and if too much water comes down it's bad for the harvest it's bad for the crops and you can look at water and, and look at it in this way water brings life but water when it's not contained or it's not given in the correct amount can bring death and so we look at water and how it affects our in this natural world, and then we can see in the spiritual world, and I'm going to take you over here and show you how water, when water is flowing like it is behind me, but when it comes to a standstill, what happens? When water stops flowing, when it's not flowing through, when it's not coming in and out, it creates something that is not good. It creates a disaster. It'll cause a flood. It will cause oversaturation. And then if the water doesn't continue to flow, if it stops and doesn't flow again, then that water becomes stagnant. And I'm going to show you here, uh, we'll walk down here and show you this other body of water, and I'll go on and explain that. So now we're standing at on, a, on the bridge that's actually right across from our home. And this is a, this is a avenue for the water. It's actually like a drainage or a, a, another creek. It usually has water, some water in it, but it's never this high. And this water, whenever the rain comes, it begins to rush through here. And it's usually this water is flowing so massively that it takes even large trees down through it. 
Now, something has happened on the other end, and this water is barely even moving. And when I looked out here today and I saw this, I thought, something's not right because this is supposed to be a flow. This is supposed to be an avenue for water to, to go down to the river, and it comes off of the hills, down the dry creeks, and then flows into the river and then continues on and begins to disperse. And late last night, of course, the rain, we were asleep, but this, this road was flooded because there, there was no outlet for this. So the water came in such a force and was coming at so, such a fast pace that it come up out of its boundaries across the road and then begins to flood the road. And this is what happens when there's not an outlet. So what I want to share with you is that just like water, water brings life, but we have to let it flow. We have to let it flow through us. We have to let the life of God flow in and out of us. If we only receive things from the Lord, if we're only taking in, it becomes, what happens is it, it gets on the inside of us, saturates us, and we're full of water. We're full of, full of the Word of God. We're full of life. We're full of uh, testimonies of, of the goodness of God, full of how great He is, but it stays on the inside. What happens to it? It doesn't produce life. It, kill, it will begin to kill everything around us. It will begin to flood out the life of God. You can have the life of God coming in, but if you are not releasing it, if you're not sharing it, if you're not telling the good news, if you're not telling someone what the Lord has done, if you're not letting it out, if you're not being God's voice in the earth, what is happening? If you're not being His voice, if you're not being the voice of God in the earth, then that water is not flowing. It stops, and then it begins to be stagnant. And when something is stagnant, what happens? It begins to draw all kinds of nasty bugs, and it begins to smell. There's no life in it. The fish, the aquatic life will die. It doesn't produce life. It's just like the Dead Sea. It has inlets in it, but no outflow. And nothing lives in the Dead Sea. It's oversaturated with good things. There are so many minerals in the Dead Sea that people go down to renew their skin and, and they, they draw out of it and make products out of it because there's so, much, so many good things in it. But there's so much good minerals and, and things in it that nothing else can live because it's too much. They can't breathe in it. They're, it's oversaturated. But the life of God that we have to enjoy, and especially in America, this great nation, and we're coming up on 4th of July, the Independence Day, to celebrate our nation and the, our freedom to what? To worship the living God. And men and women gave their life for us to have the freedom that we have today. And many, many people curse America. You go to other nations and some of them will curse our land and they'll curse our nation and they'll say death to America. And they don't realize that the life that we have is not to impede on them, but the life that we've been giving is to share that there's freedom in worshiping the living God, that you should have the freedom, that all nations should have the freedom to serve and to love Him and to worship Him freely. But we don't, we don't do that. We don't celebrate that many, many people today because they look at the problems in America and they, even our own nation in our own country, people begin to hate America. But we need to let life flow. The whole point of this uh, broadcast today is we need to let it flow. We need to let the life of God flow. We need to pray for other people and pray for our nation, pray for other nations. But as God begins to speak into our life, God begins to do things in our life, what do we do? We share it. We show people the goodness of God. People need to see in these last days that God is good and God is faithful. And whatever we go through, whatever situation we face, we do not face it alone. 
We, are, we have not been abandoned. The Lord is with us. And so we hold on to the truths of God's word, that he will never leave us and never forsake us, that God is our strength, our source. He's our strong tower. He's our refuge. We run into him. He's in Psalms 91. He's our shelter. He's our hiding place. We hide under him. We hide in the shelter of the almighty God. God is our source of everything that we have need of. And we have to let the life of God flow. So we might be intimidated. We might not want to get on a broadcast or get on for everyone to see and pick it apart and tell us, oh, you should have done this or you should have wore this or it doesn't sound like this or you don't have the voice like someone else. We do all of these things and we, we, we look at this life and we look at what's going on and we don't, we don't look at actually the life that God has given us to celebrate who we are and to celebrate the kingdom of God, to celebrate the life that God has given us to let the living waters flow. We have, to, we, have to, we have to take a risk. In order to let the life of God flow out of us, it, we have to take a risk of someone talking about us, someone criticizing us, someone saying, hey, you should let somebody else do this. But if God has called you, if God has put a, the passion on the inside of your heart, do what the Lord has called you to do. Do what the Lord has said. If God has put the passion on the inside of your heart, you move and watch God begin to flow out of you. Watch God begin to take what he's given you and cause it to be a river and to cause it to flow. And as you do that, the life of God will flow through you and it will begin to help other people. So the life of God flowing in you and out of you will be like a river that actually brings life to other places. But if you stay where you are, or if you hold it in and you keep it to yourself and you only enjoy the blessings of the Lord, but you never share it, you're becoming, you're becoming an, something that is an inlet with no outlet. And you must have the outlet. You have to let it flow. You have to take a risk to share with your neighbor. You have to take a risk to share with your family that God did something great in your life. You have to take a risk to say, hey, I trusted the Lord and the Lord brought me through. It takes a risk to step out and to share the gospel with someone. It takes a risk of embarrassment or, or shame or someone criticizing or, or beguiling us or talking about us, making fun of us or telling us that we shouldn't do what we're doing. It takes a risk to step out and to do the things that God's called you to do because there's always someone that's going to be better. There's always going to be someone that can speak better, that looks better, that wears better, that dresses better, that, that has a, you know, is more photogenic, they would say. You just do what the Lord has put on the inside of your heart. Let it be a flow. Let the life of God flow in you and out of you. Share the goodness of God. Let the things that God has brought into your life remind someone else that they're not alone. Let that bring, cause hope to spring up in somebody else that God answered your prayer and trusting in the Lord was not, was not something that was wasted. That you put your faith in the Lord and the Lord showed up and brought you through. And someone that's struggling and doesn't know that, that God will do the same thing for them, when they look into your life and they say, hey, if he did it for them, he can do it for me. They might not have the own, their own confidence to, to believe God, but if they see God moving in your life, then they will begin to step out and begin to trust him and say, well, you know, I don't know if I can do it, but I'm going to try. I don't know if it'll work for me, but I'm going to try. And then as God begins to show himself faithful, their confidence begins to build. And then they trust him more and more and more until they are standing, being a productive citizen of the kingdom of God and seeing other lives being blessed. We have to let it flow. Whatever's going on in your life, what God is doing, let it flow. What God brings out, let it flow. What God shows you, let it flow. 
let the goodness of God flow. Amen. Let me go ahead and end this in prayer. Father, in the name that's above every name, Lord, we worship you and we thank you, Lord God. In the name that is above every name, that the goodness, the grace, and the mercy that is on the inside of us, Lord, that we let it flow out of us. That, Lord God, that we are ambassadors of you and we're your voice in the earth. And, God, that we will share the goodness of God with, Lord, wherever we go. And we will take that risk to let the floodwaters out, to release it, and to let it go to begin to touch other people. And, Lord, we thank you in the name that's above every name, the precious name of Jesus. Amen.